Why? Um, I don't know. <clears throat> do you realize we haven't done a podcast in well over a month? I know. I think the last one was April 26th. Thank you so much for hanging around. It drives me nuts when my favorite pods go on. You know, weird fucky hiatuses. Yeah. But uh, you double checking we're not on the radio yeah. right now. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so I hate it as well. I'm super sorry. We just have not done a show together since April reliably. Like a no, th- couple yeah. of days here or there, whatever. I guess it has been that long. It's really strange. Um, it feels so good to be back and do mm. a show with you. But yeah, we've been filling in. I fill in for Jason Lamb in the morning zone usually. Right. And then you fill in for Dylan. Right. And they've just like on... I think they are on vacation more than they work here in the summertime. I like did the math on it. It's like between your vacations, my vacations, Dylan's vacations, Jason's vacations. That's a reasonable chunk of the year. That's a lot of weeks. Mm-hmm. Dylan and I have each been here for a decade. Right. Jason's coming up on it. So we have so much vacation time, which is a wonderful thing about where we work. Yeah. And we take our vacations. That's an important thing, mm-hmm. I think, no matter what your job is. And so... There's like a reasonable portion of the year that we just are not together for any of those reasons. Yeah, once the sun hits, it's like, okay, I'm out of here. <sighs> anyway, I'm happy to be back. Same. Um, How is working with Dylan? Tell me. Dylan? I did my first show with him ever last week when you couldn't fill in for Jason <laughs> and I did. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. It was, again, first time in like 13 years I've been here. It was, I was really looking forward to hear. I didn't hear it, but um, I heard really good things about it. You oh. guys did a good job and it was really entertaining to listen to. But it was just interesting. It was like a pairing that we would never think to put together. Right. But then when I started thinking about it, I was like, that could be really amazing or it could just like sink because <laughs> you guys both have really big personalities right. and you're very present on the radio so having two of that i was wondering if that was going to be a good thing or a bad thing and it ended up being good apparently my whole thing was like i just gotta like sit back it's dylan's show i gotta like just let him guide mm-hmm. do you know what i mean and do everything and i just like chirp here or there which made me realize how easy jason lamb really does have it <laughs> yeah he like sits back he doesn't help putting the show <laughs> together at all Okay, he sits there and he reads his news, which, by the way, is relatively easy to do. You just copy and paste it off the wire, read it out loud, and then you sit there. Dylan does all the work. He puts everything together. He presents the whole show. Jason, when a joke strikes him, he yells it, and that's it. That's it. It's so easy. I mean, I do enjoy doing the mornings because it is pretty easy. Right? I do like it. Dylan just does everything. Yeah. But... I think Jason does a really good job. No one can replace him. Don't get me wrong. I love Jason. I love listening to him. Yeah. He, and in some ways, because he's able to like think of those jokes, it's like some heavy lifting that he really actually does, but it just like barfs out of him. He's not preparing it. It's not work for him. I don't think so. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) But the only reason I bring it is because like, it's similar for me. Right? It's like, I do some work. I help you with some prep and stuff like that. But all, but it's very natural for me to just barf out jokes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a natural thing for me. Similar to Jason. But I also would never complain about work. At the end of the day, I'm not like, oh, God, what a day. I got to get out of here. I'll hang around. I love this job. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, but Jason complains. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's a real labor here. I don't think he's ever going to listen to this, but. Do you agree? I don't think he's going to. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. But he also, yeah, he, he likes to put his attention on the punk show and everything like that, which is a really cool thing. If you haven't listened to the punk show, that's like his baby. It's his baby. Don't roll your eyes. You are too pure for this world, Jenny I'm West. I'm not too pure. I, I just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. <laughs> so pure. And I, I believe that. Jason and I can say this to each other because we are 
very in love with each other. Mm-hmm. So that's all. Okay. Well, um, I'm happy that you're back with me to the pod. Um, we're happy to be back. Same. Uh, enjoy this thing <laughs> that we did. Thank you. Will we be doing another one next week or no? I don't I, actually think so. I think I'm feeling for Dylan again. You're gone? Yeah, seriously. No. Sorry. Uh, enjoy this. Please stick listen. with us and please listen to the other podcasts on this podcast network. Mm-hmm. Every week I'm on Geek Out. You do a, the rag yeah. once a month ish, right? Yeah. We're around for pods. Please mm-hmm. enjoy. All right. So this morning, hey, welcome. We're back together. <laughs> yeah, good. It's good. Yay! I know, but we, we're not even, it doesn't even count because. Stupid Jason is now sick again. He thinks maybe he has strep. By the way, I don't think he has strep. You don't think so? No. This is classic Jason Lamb. He's got more like a little bit of a sore throat and a sniffle. And he's being like, oh, I think it's strep. It's based on what? Did you do a culture? Maybe he went to the doctor Do you have a set of Petri dishes in your house? No, he didn't. No. I don't believe he has strep. He better not, because we just shared a microphone yesterday morning, so I know, we'll I, see how that goes. I sprayed disinfectant all over the keyboard and everything, too. Yeah. But anyway, so you're, regardless, he's not feeling well. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, that's okay. So you're going to fill in for him tomorrow morning. I think that's the plan there, Paul. So we have one day together, and then and then we're separated again. Please but. tell me this morning, though, you and a bunch of people get to go and do a thing. Okay, yeah. So that was like a great way to wake up. <laughs> I, I just I live right near Horror Escape um, downtown, so I had a walk and then got locked in a room for forty five minutes. Fun. Um, and uh, was you know told that I was going to die the whole time, oh. which was fun. Um, but it actually was really fun, and I, I thoroughly enjoy escape rooms. I think they're just the best. It's like problem solving, yeah. a lot of like numbers and things like that. And there's when there's like a group of us, when you find a clue and you get it right and then something else opens, like that is such a good feeling. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, so it was actually a lot of fun. They had a new uh, horror escape room called uh, Motel 66, which what is what we did. And it opened up just Friday and no one has gotten through it yet. No one has successfully oh. escaped. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, so we did not. We died. Rest in peace, me. I'm a you. ghost now. Yeah. Uh, um, so if you do want to try it, I would definitely recommend it. It's the best escape room that I've been in. Yeah. And um, you could get your name on the leaderboard because there's no names up there. Being the first one to escape it. The first one, the uh. best score, the best time. Like, that That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so we actually were given some gift certificates to go check out the horror escape rooms. Right. Um, so if you want to win these tickets, what should we do? Oh, okay. We had this idea, right? Like, I think Zoners have got stories. Yeah. So if you could text us in, you know, not a whole paragraph, a couple of sentences. Tell us of a time that you escaped something. That... I can't think of a single time I've escaped something. I don't know what you're talking about. I can think of a couple of things I escaped. So it can be like chill, you know, like, oh, wow, I was really, I thought I was going to have to go to dinner and then I got (laughs) out of it and I get to stay home and eat Cheetos in my bed and Netflix and chill instead. Or it can be something that you like legitimately escape from. I had a friend who was traveling in Africa one time and got kidnapped and had to escape his, yeah, had to escape his captors. It's like shimmy down drain pipes and stuff oh like that. Oh my god! This is what I mean. Like zoners got stories. So if you have a cool ass escape <laughs> story, text us a brief synopsis. We'll pick our favorites. We'll give you the escape room tickets because okay. it means you know how to escape. Glimpsing through, I see a gun is involved oh no. in one of these stories. Yes, uh, something about jail. Oh my god! <laughs> Someone escaped jail. 
Yes. Someone just sent us the plot from the TV show Prison Break. Oh, yeah. Which I have never seen, but at least I got the reference. I did not. I would have called them back and be like, what? what? Tell me more about this story. Tattoos all over your body? Wow. What a clever way can, to go out of can it. Can you tell the story? Of what? What is it? What? Prison Break? Yeah. So I guess it's like a guy goes to jail for a crime he didn't commit, and then his brother breaks him out by getting a bunch of tattoos of the prison's map on his body. Oh, okay. But then it's like not just the prison's map, obviously. It's like other things that represent it. Oh, okay. Like, this tiger means to crawl out the oh! escape hatch. Or, I don't know, something like that. I see. Yeah. It's, uh, uh. Okay. You know what? What? No, nothing. I don't know about enough about that show. Okay. But you know what was a good movie? Shawshank Redemption. I love Please that movie. One of the best of all time. So we're asking zoners for their escape stories, if they have them. And uh, we looked through some of these text messages. A lot of them are really good. Pretty intense. Uh, but we went with David. So we'll get him on the phone right now. Take us through this harrowing tale of escape. Number one, uh, how long ago was it? This, this, I guess you could classify as back in the day. We're talking 97. Okay. And so you're in a underground bar in South Korea. Correct. Well, you're just like on vacation. No, I was teaching over there. Um, This was, uh, yeah, uh, a long time ago, but I was teaching uh, and uh, it was actually my my 30th birthday. One of the guys knew of this underground bar that uh, was frequented by the uh, the expats, like real sketchy, having some drinks. Then uh, we hear this commotion at the front door. And the owner of the bar says, it's the cop. I just ran to the bathroom thinking, I'm not going to jail. I'm not going to jail in a foreign country. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No matter what. And they had this tiny little window. How am I going to get through this? There's there's a soap dispenser there. And I grease up my shoulders and I squeeze myself. It didn't help a bit. I scraped the hell out of my arm. And somehow I managed to fall to the ground, greasy all over my shoulder from this soap, dirty, scraped all to hell. And as soon as I get up, I gulk my way around to the front of the building. And there are my friends just casually walking out the front door. <laughs> and I go up and say, well, what happened? It said, you know, it was just a shakedown. They were, they were wanting some money from the owner. Right. Um, and they just said, go home. <laughs> you're expecting like some epic scene where they're like everybody you're under arrest like that exactly. sort of thing I, I thought my friends would be coming out in handcuffs right and uh, i have to bail them out and uh yeah i i did stay in korea for uh, a number of years after that and every time we went out uh, every now and then i'd hear this cops run and oh uh, they get it they get a good chuckle out of it <laughs> you'd be soaping yourself up before they knew uh, it well it's such like an unnecessary escape which is fantastic Yes, I did get a new cat. Thanks for asking, Paul. <laughs> Tell me about the cat. You, this cat came from a hoarder house, right? Yeah. That's so cool. I don't think it's cool at all. Well, it's sad, but it's great that you rescued it from that. Well, so we heard like months ago that there uh, no, was hang on. a- I'm just picturing you with like, like kicking down the door with a shotgun being like, are there cats being hoarded here? One of you's coming with me. And then just taking your prettiest favorite one. And then yeah. alerting the authorities I to like the other visual. cats, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Jenny West's hoarder buster. Yeah. I didn't do that. Now I don't want to tell my story because it's not as good. But Are there any cats in here being hoarded? <laughs> You're coming home with me. 
And then the cycle repeats itself. I know, and then I'm going to have so many cats because I'm just going to be rescuing them all the time. Okay, what actually happened? So there was a... You filled out paperwork? This is a boring story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, there was a hoarding story that came out like months ago in Comox. There was 50 cats in one small house. Oh. Um, So a lot of the cats got to different SPCAs, and then there was one named Python, and he caught my attention, and uh, we... Yeah, adopted him because we met him and he was just the sweetest little thing, yeah. terrified of humans for good reason. Mm. The only human that he saw was someone who was hoarding a whole bunch of cats. Right. Um, so he's really good with cats too, which is great because I have a, another one. But yeah, he's uh, he's at home being cute and that's how I'm spending my time now. And he's a bit of a shy guy. And you're ignoring my advice to you, which always is this, that cats... Don't do that. Cats, oh, you and everybody with cats, oh, they're so precious. Oh, they're so dainty. Oh, don't pet its fur that way. Oh, don't touch it too much or it will do a growl to you. No, cats need to be touched a lot. And they need to be like just ruffled and scruffled and just told that they're pretty. Huh? You just showed me a photo of you, like, hog-tying your cat. And that's it was right. happy. It was purring. It was. Yeah, that's right. Because it's the easiest way if you hog-tie your cat with your Don't fingers. Don't recommend that. You can, you can get them <laughs> you gotta, into cat I think it's just like, cases. It's a you lot easier. You have a weird cat. You have, like, a very easygoing cat. No. My cat is, like, has some trauma, man. My cat was traumatized, too. She was a dumpster cat. I raised her to be touched <laughs> all the time. And I'm serious. If you have problems now with your cat, like, being shy or not getting along with your first cat... You just need to get them and squish them together. I don't think rub that's a good idea at together. all. No, the, our, my cat was hissing and scratching, so no, that's not a good Oh, idea. sure. They hiss and okay. scratch for a bit, but then they'll get used to each other and they'll be in love. Don't be so precious with your cats, everybody. <laughs> oh. oh, oh no, it might put its ears back at me. Just keep telling it that it's pretty. Don't listen to Paul. <laughs> all right. Wait, wait, wait. What? Were people texting you that I was right? One guy. Your favorite thing when people write Paul is right? woo Thank you. No, he has a, opinions. And he <laughs> says them loudly. And then people are like, hey, he said that pretty loud. I think he's right. He said that with confidence. Can I come Sounds over? Sounds like he's right to me. Mm. Can I come over to your house tonight and scruffle that no, cat? No, you're not touching my cat. You've been hearing about these town hall meetings that uh, Mayor Lisa Helps is doing. Uh, they're doing four a year where public can go and talk to uh, Lisa Helps and kind of speak their mind and talk about issues that matters to them, which mm-hmm. I think is great. I think every city should do that. Yeah. Uh, but they just had one. <clears throat> and apparently you're not allowed to like clap or boo or anything like that. So that was a rule. Yeah. One of the rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of, you know, talks of bike lanes and management <laughs> in downtown. Yeah. And um, yeah. Shelters, things like that were brought sure. up, which is yeah. good. I can only imagine being in one of these things. I really want to go. I want you and I to go. I think you should go. Yeah. What would you talk about? I just I just want to take... I don't even know if I have anything I want to talk about. I just want to take in the vibe of people yelling at the mayor. Oh, how mm-hmm. wonderful. <laughs> oh, no. Like, no, really. Like, God bless the patience of um, the mayor and city council I know. to be yelled at. Like, I know we've all got our qualms or things that we want or don't want of our city that we love so much but like can you imagine being just the focal point of yelling oh my gosh for however long I... they do a good job of being able to take that and move on right mm-hmm. um i think that you would probably talk about zip lines if we're gonna be honest here i think you would talk about zip lines too what would that sound like hmm. Hmm. um next up in the town hall meeting we have Karen Karenson talking about 
zip lines. Hi, hello, thank you. Yes, I appreciate this opportunity because I obviously do have a lot of experience talking to managers. Number one, I hate poor people. That's us. Number two, there is not enough supplies in this city. We have all so many bike lanes, but where are the zip lines? Uh, thank you. No, please clap. No, no, no clapping. No clapping. My address is 123 Oak Bay Street, Oak Bay Drive, Oak Bay. We were making fun of the uh, City Hall uh, town meetings that are happening right now. I do think they're great, though. Yes. I mean, I think it's a good thing that we're doing that. <laughs> go to one strata but council meeting, Jenny. Just go I to, and understand like what it is, uh, the yelling of people. It's hilarious. But anyways, uh, also in the news right now, in terms of like our city council and our city is uh, Ben Isaac, a counselor is like under fire right now because he proposed bad timing on the anniversary of D-Day. He came out and was just like, why are we paying for all this Remembrance Day? We're running a deficit here, 130-some thousand dollars. Why doesn't the military, why doesn't the federal military pitch in a little bit and help us out with this thing? They've got a lot of money. They uh, pitch in. Yeah. And everyone was like, first, everyone was outraged by even the idea, but then it was really bad timing on that day. And he came out, he made a little statement. Mm-hmm. Sorry about the bad timing, but he's like, but I stand by this idea. Okay. Well, my thing is mm. that Remembrance Day is to pay tribute and to to honor the people who have fought. And I believe that that is something that we as a public mm-hmm. are doing for them. And it would be weird that if the military that had gone through all that right. then has to pay to honor themselves. It doesn't, for me, that doesn't really make sense. Right. And I'm okay, you know, with my taxes paying paying for that. Well, that's exactly, that's what he said too, right? He's like, yeah. stand up for taxpayers. But oh, I think no, that's I'm one thing that. that, yeah, as taxpayers, we're all just like, no, we want to pay for that. <laughs> and, and someone on Reddit kind of put this in, a, in an interesting way. It's like throwing a party or like, yeah, some sort of event, but then getting the special guest to pay for that event. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Um, one thing that I will agree with Ben on is he, when his little statement, he said that, you know, this had really been riled up by the media mm. and it's a little oh, bit. Oh, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Corporate owned media. That's us okay. for sure. But yeah. he was like, uh, and you know what? But he's got a little bit of a point there too. It's just like mm. that same day, he also proposed all this stuff for affordable housing. Mm. Um, and what did the media focus up on? The thing that would get clicks and eyeballs and uh, generate comments and generate outrage, mm, yeah. right? It was this thing about to be mad at Ben rather than to focus up on the other things that he's doing. Oh, interesting. The actual things that affect our city. Mm. So I do think, I don't know if that's like 100% what's going on here. I think people are just generally mad at the idea. Yeah. But it's a good point to always be really aware. What is that media? What is especially online and Facebook? Mm-hmm. Those like portals, what are they doing? Are they just trying to get you mad at stuff? Or are they actually presenting you what is happening With in neutral your information? That's yeah. right. Brian's little kid was just in here and he was mm-hmm. like, I'm bored I'm running around. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking it's been a long time since I've been bored. Yeah, you don't get to be bored when you're an adult. I guess not, hey? There's always something to do. Yeah. Do you ever hear that thing? This is what I'm going to tell children if I'm ever allowed to take care of them. If you're if you're bored, if you're bored, then you must be boring. Oh, that. go tell Brian's kid. Wow, that. he's a little cute kid. No, I'm not going to say bored. that and crush he's his. Fun. He's really fun. Yeah, it's true though. It's like when you're an adult, you're not bored. You, it's like you have downtime. You are stoked. Yeah. It's like I'm going to watch a thing, or I'm going to binge, or I'm going to drink, or I'm going to. You know what I mean? Like, 
So many fun ways to alleviate boredom. Oh, my goodness. And you are like a, I don't know how old you are, your 30-something-year-old child, Let's right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you were really excited about uh, this pool design. It's like an adult pool, right? It's insane. It's going around all, you maybe have seen it on the internet. I posted it on my internet today. It's it's an infinity building, a 360-degree infinity building on the top of a 55-story f- uh, skyscraper in downtown London. It's going to be opening... I think in 2020. An infinity pool? An infinity pool. Yeah. So no walls all the way around. You're 55 stories up on the roof, and there's no walls to this pool, or rather they're like glass walls where Just the glass. water is spilling over. Yeah. And as much as I absolutely love pools and want to swim in all the most exotic pools in the world, I'm also terrified of heights. And you get me up 20 <sighs> stories, I'd be losing my mind. But like out, fr- nothing above you but sky. Yeah. Right? And London below. Wow. Insane. That's wild. I had some questions, too, because because there is no actual roof. It is just all pool. Right. How in the world did these humans get into the pool? Right. There's no... That's right. They're like, we don't want to impede the view with, like, right. stairs or anything on the outside of it. So do you know how you get in? How is that? As far as I understand, inside, in, like, the middle of the pool, there's some, like, rotating spiral waterproof or... Weird compression chamber staircase. What? Then you go in and it like lifts you up into the pool from the bottom of the pool. So, right? Like, I don't know if you're there and like the roof opens up and the water crashes down upon you. And then as soon as it fills up, you just hold your breath and then you sploosh up into the pool. Wow, that's why. Wow. How do you get out though? Do you have to like dive to the bottom and be like, knock, knock, I'm ready to come out now, please. <laughs> I don't know, but- I'm all pruny. Can you open the trap door? Like, what the heck? That is pretty scary. I feel like we should have a top pool in Victoria. Yes. We have a rooftop volleyball court. Right. Let's add a pool to there. Right. And the tallest story building in Victoria is what? 13? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Advice Corner. Uh, today we're going to give you advice on how you and your family can reduce, reuse, recycle at home. Hey, fella. How do you recycle at home? Uh, we uh, we have recently switched to drinking uh, water bottles out of uh, water out of uh, uh, when we uh, have water bottles um, out of uh, plastic. Uh, sorry, away from plastic towards a uh, paper, um, like drink box water bottle sort of things. Very nice, very great. Last night was a big game, right? Mm-hmm. Did you go and see the Raptors game? I did. Yeah, I went to Toronto, saw it. Good. Just a quick trip to Just Toronto? A quick back and forth. No, I was there. I, I watched it in a bar like everybody, and like it was fun and everything, but uh, there's a couple of things. Number one, it was so intense, Jen. Like You said yeah. you watched the last little bit of it. and I watched uh, the beginning and then the last little bit, and it was always like one point away from each other. Just back and forth, back yeah. and forth, back and forth. It really seemed like the Raptors were going to do it last night for a brief time there mm-hmm. and then they weren't able to pull it off but the real story today is there's a few things that happened at that game last night um there was this moment where like kevin durant biggest player on the golden state warriors is in the game right he's been injured for a month he's trying his best to get back in there and then he hurts himself you see that he like hurts yeah. star player right massive star player for the golden state warriors hurts himself is limping off the court and the crowd in toronto are cheering. Cheering, yeah. That's Brutal. not what happens in sports, guys. We're supposed to like be quiet, maybe give them a round of applause for getting up and walking off the 
the court. Like, that's what are we right. doing? What are we doing? We're Canadians too. That's what right. is that? We're supposed to be known as being nice people. You learn that from hockey, right? When a guy yeah. goes down, yeah, that's right. When you get into getting helped off the ice, you give him a clap. It's polite. It's class. You know what I love is in roller derby, they all take a knee. Everyone takes a knee someone when someone's hurt. hurt. Oh, yeah, whoa. it's really cool to see. Yeah. That's what you got to do. And yeah. so the Raptors are on the court there, and they're like, hey, hey, shush, shush, shush. They're like trying to bring down the crowd. But like, and what kind of crowd does this? I'm so mad at that. If you're a sports fan and you're doing stuff like that, if you're chanting the, like, ref, you suck, oh, my uh, God, I hate that. Art was out there yesterday with me at the bar, and he's like, oh, it's my favorite chant. <gasps> no! For what? For what? You can't blame it on the ref, number one, even if they're, like, crooked. Like, come on. That's such a yeah. wrestling chant, and that's such a brutal chant. I hate that. I know other sports fans love it, but, like, come on, you guys. Show a little class. And leaving before the game is all the way over. Oh, I don't like that. What are you doing? Yeah. How much money did you spend to be in this rink? And then just giving up on the team like that. Gotta make the traffic. You got nowhere to be, old man. <laughs> or woman. Whoever's or leaving. Person. Right? Yeah. What is that? All right. That's my beef with those fans. there's a problem with too many fake service dogs right now <laughs> i guess you can get like these um bibs and you can buy like fake certificates online that right. a lot of people are doing to try and like get their dogs on airplanes or into restaurants or facilities things like that yeah. or like say maybe moving into a house that doesn't allow dogs and say it's a service dog right um so that's been popping up a lot um, so it's kind of like putting a, a bad name to real service dogs mm. when there are like things like attacks or they're doing things that maybe a trained dog wouldn't do yeah, right. things like that so it's actually becoming quite uh, quite the problem hmm. do you remember that story about oh, a special person should yeah. we go there sure um a friend told us you this. tell it because you you heard the story first. right yeah yeah so when okay. the last time metric played in victoria uh emily haynes went into a coffee shop with a little pupperoo like a teacup sized dog yes <laughs> i feel bad talking me too okay no maybe we shouldn't say it and the person ah! working the manager of the coffee shop was like oh you can't have dogs in here it wasn't mean about it or anything yeah. it was just like hey the rules are rules and uh, sorry he didn't know who it was emily haynes it wasn't given a special treatment or nothing he was mm-hmm. just like hey you can't have dogs in here and she's like uh, oh it's a service dog and he's like, oh, okay, sorry then, never mind, because yeah. that's always, always the exception for the rule. Mm-hmm. Was it a service dog? <laughs> Was it a service dog? Was it a highly I mean, every dog is dog. a service dog, if you think oh, about it. Yes. They're doing a great service to our lives they by are. being there and existing. That's right. <laughs> My emotional state is quite a bit better when I'm petting yeah. a cute pupper. Absolutely. That's true. Uh, but, but what do we do about this? I say we throw them all in puppy jail. Who are the dogs? <laughs> yeah, the dogs. Jenny, You've is, committed fraud, dog. No, Come to me. No, Jen, this is people who have done this. <laughs> the the dog jail is my house. So they <laughs> they can online, just bring them all to the me. People go online and then they get fake bibs and then they put them on <laughs> their dogs. Crimes. That's the people, not the dogs. You can't put the dogs in jail. You know what I call it? What? Paw and order. That's what we need around here. I <laughs> get it? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, Jen, the floor is yours. No! Please, tell me. Okay. I came across something today, and it's called Salad Frosting. Kraft is coming out with a new product called Salad Frosting. Okay. And the idea behind it is to try and trick kids into eating their vegetables. 
And all that it is is classic craft ranch dressing disguised in a frosting tube to get children to eat vegetables. Right. First of all, I just don't like the name salad frosting. It's gross. I actually don't really understand why we call it salad dressing. I think that's just like being too fancy for what it actually is because what it actually is is salad sauce. No. That's what it is. You dress it. You, you put dress sauce on your salad, and that's what's happening. You put sauce on your salad? Yeah, everyone's putting sauce on their salad. No. Salad it's a, sauce. It's a dressing. You dress oh, the salad. Oh, yeah, no, it makes it sound better. What is that's it really? what it is. What are you talking about? Salad. Salad sauce. Sauce, yeah. Anyway, I just. What about like herb? Like urban, or like that nice, like light, like a it's vinaigrette. A light sauce. It's a. That's not a sauce. Sauce. All right, anyway, continue. Yeah, I would just I would just have a lot of questions about this. Go on, because um, it's ranch dressing. Like mm-hmm. that in itself is like not a like a good thing, right? It's kind of unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So, isn't that a treat in its own? Having ranch dressing. I remember when I was a kid, like yeah, put ranch on any Anything, vegetable. I'll right? chow it down. Yeah, of course. So I'm just I'm surprised that kids you know aren't eating salad with ranch dressing. They have to put frosting on it. Like. Yeah, an extra level of tricking children. Yeah. Yeah. And I, of course, I'm not a parent, so I, I don't know the struggle of, you know, mm-hmm. trying to feed your kids uh, vegetables. But it kind of got me thinking, like, what other tricks do parents have to do in order to get their kids to eat vegetables? Is this something that would work for your kid, you think? Salad frosting? You think it would trick them into eating more vegetables? What do... Yeah, yeah. I want to open that up yeah. to owners. Like, what do you do to get your kids to eat your vegetables? Because, I don't know. I loved Just vegetables growing up. Yeah. I was bad. I was a bad child, but like I would eventually choke them down. Yeah. I hated things like mushy peas and stuff, Mm -hmm. but I think I would eat my vegetables. I actually don't think there's a, yeah, there's no food that I didn't like growing up. I ate everything. Wow. Yeah. I I just loved food and I love sleep. Those are my two favorite things growing up. Angel child. Yeah. But I'm curious because I know a lot of people put like spinach in in smoothies and make it like call it like a slushy and people will drink it kind of thing. So what do you do to hide your vegetables? Uh, Brian, do you do that with your kids? Because you got two kids. Yeah, right? well, mainly because like, if they are, they're like me when I was a kid. I didn't like vegetables. Oh, really? You know? Yeah, yeah. And so um, they'll have things like, you know, rice and they'll have chicken, potatoes, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. They'll have mac and cheese. Oh, but yeah, yeah um, so usually what I would do, um, one of the things is to give them like a smoothie okay. with their dinner. Right? Yeah. And it's just like, oh, cool. We get to have a smoothie. We get Fancy to have a shake drink. for dinner. Yeah, yeah. And there's usually vegetables in there. That, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, that That's they don't smart. really know about. Um, but then also kind of going the way now, now that they're a little bit older, of encouraging in that like, you're having broccoli today? Oh, you're a superstar. Let me see those muscles. Oh, Let me see those. Cute. I also I remember trying like I had Amazon Prime for a while and they have old episodes of Popeye, yeah. which is what got me into spinach when right. I was a kid, right? Because Popeye would eat spinach sure. and his muscles would grow bigger. Yeah. So I tried doing that. What about oh, cool. like Hulk Hogan or something like that? <laughs> well, he would say, he would I like say, so. eat your vitamins, eat your vegetables, brother, right? Like that's, yeah. how, that, no, no good? Yeah. Probably not, because then I'd have to, <laughs> you know, show them a full thing of wrestling and, right. you know. Teach them who is a heel and who's a hero. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. So they're not there face. yet. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get them into wrestling because I was into wrestling when I was a kid, but of not course. yet. Not yeah. yet. I was okay. talking to one zoner, uh, Nikila, who uh, said that they would get their kid to eat broccoli because they would tell them that they're dinosaur trees. Yeah. And my that's youngest, what you did, Yeah, right? my youngest, Kian, is totally into dinosaurs, but like not cartoon <laughs> dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Like Jurassic Park, I eat people. 
and then dinosaurs, and that's what. We, so we do that with uh, with broccoli because they're trees. Oh yeah, they're little mini trees, and like you could be like a big giant dinosaur just eating a tree. Like that's a brachiosaurus. Great. I love that. Cool. Let's get into this mix safe, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> Go parenting advice later. No, that's great. Do I kids like that. need to eat vegetables though? Can you just I... let them live on macaroni and cheese and chicken strips until they grow I think up? That's and how then... you get like scurvy or something. No, that's oranges. <laughs> that's orange slices. I don't know. That's why I'm not that, a parent. They would stay alive until until they get older Let's and then like their that. their palate develops and then you know like now I like eating broccoli. Yeah. This is you. Right? I don't know. Do children really need to eat vegetables? Yes. You're a bad uncle. <laughs> you said that with a lot of confidence, but you don't have a nutritionist degree. No, nor do you. <laughs> I'm going to just go and say I'm pretty sure they do. Brian, you don't even know? <laughs> okay. You're okay. all this time forcing our children to eat things that they oh hate. What if they don't need them? You do. It's good for you. In Victoria, there has been, of course, some changes to parking downtown. We mm-hmm. have to pay uh, on Sundays and after 6 o'clock and things like that on street parking. And uh, the initial reason was because they wanted to um, make it so youth bus passes are free for people in Victoria. And that's already happening. They're, like, made good on this promise, and they're actually legitimately doing it. Yeah, yeah they're saying by fall, uh, children and, and youth in Victoria will be able to get bus passes for free, which initially cost around $45 for students, but mm. um, which per would, month, yeah, would add yeah. up to about $540 a year. Mm. Um, so good savings for families, which is nice to see. And yeah. I just, I just like seeing the immediate reaction and the immediate, like, um, change like causing good in the community and actually totally. seeing what they they wanted to happen pan out it's well, nice to see and you were saying too like when you were a kid when you were under the age of 18 you loved yeah. taking the bus right oh i loved it it was so fun it was that sense of freedom because you didn't have a car yet right um so for for kids that's great and for families mainly right uh, especially if you're a family of more than one kid that can cost a lot of money just for bus passes for your children so. totally Art came in here, though, the other day uh, just to clarify some things about this. Okay. Because uh, a lot of people were asking, what about people in Esquimalt and uh, Langford and the surrounding kind of greater Victoria area? It's just for Victoria, the city of Victoria. What, so if really? you are a resident in Victoria, <sighs> the youth, then you'll get those passes. Come on, though. I feel <laughs> like I can walk to one end of Victoria to the other in a half an hour. What does it matter? We need the you need to expand it. Yeah. One more excuse and reason to amalgamate here, team. Okay, that's when I need it to get in from the West Shore into town and back and whatever. Yeah. Especially as a kid who doesn't have a car. That's where this mm. really would make a difference. Well, you can bus <sighs> out of Victoria, just you won't have a free bus pass. Oh you really? Live in Langford. Do you know what I mean? No. Let's okay. go. Come on. Come on. Amalgamate up. Let's 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 work together on this, everybody. You all love this bubble tea so much, oh, and I, I was like, it. I don't get it. And I, I don't know why I don't get it. I liked Orbitz as a kid. I remember long bike rides to the one specific store in the small town I grew up in that that corner store had Orbitz. What's Orbitz? Oh, you don't remember that? It was like a soda pop, but it had like little globs of goo floating in it. Oh. Like bubble tea. That's, I thought it was the same thing. Mm, I don't I don't know what that is. Or similar. Really? Yeah, I've never heard of Orbits before. Oh, well, yeah. You know, know what? Why. You were too young. You were a kid. Oh. I was like a kid when it came out. You oh, were okay. like, we're just born, maybe. Oh, that would be why. But yeah, yeah no, I've always been really into bubble tea. Um, and, and just anything with like chunks in um, <laughs> in my drink. Like oh. there's like this like chia drink. 
It's really good. It's got like chia seeds in it. And then you kind of like chew it. It's delicious. Chia pets? Things like that. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm on a big like bubble tea train right now. I'm just like constantly craving it. Mm. And uh, this story that uh, came out of Taiwan... Uh, about this 14-year-old girl. She was, like, feeling um, very, very bad. She was having some constipation issues. Okay. Um, And she noticed that her stomach was, like, bulging out to the extreme. And uh, they got, like, a x-ray or whatever it is and found that there was just, like, hundreds and hundreds of the tapioca balls, like the pearls from bubble tea, stuck in her stomach. What? She wasn't able to digest it for some reason. What? Yeah, which was, like, can that actually happen? Apparently there's, like, some preservatives that people add to bubble tea that can cause that. Um, But, yeah, it got me thinking about the amount of bubble tea that I consume and got me a little worried. But I don't think this is a common case. Your okay, eyes. but if you... <laughs> you gotta, like, chew them. You gotta take your time with bubble tea. You, you have know? to chew the balls? I do. What else? You just swallow them whole? I wouldn't pretend to know. We should go on a bubble tea date sometime. Never. Hmm. Oh, enough <laughs> of this. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, like, bubble tea's nasty. I love bubble tea. I love things with chunks in it. Gross, kid. (laughs) Like those grass jelly drinks from wherever you get them. I think you can get them at Fairway. Amazing. Yeah, Sarah here uh, describes it as saying that each after each (laughs) mouthful at the end of it, your mouth is filled with jelly. Isn't that these are all things that we were trying to avoid? If I took a sip of my coffee, I'm like, (laughs) oh, there's quite a few. Disgusting no, chunks in this. I'd be like, well, that's bad dream. Oh, you're gonna sue somebody. And you're like, can I pay extra for this, please yes, and thanks? That's a convenience because you're getting a little snack and a drink at the same time. It's fantastic. And they're usually sweet and delicious. So gross. I was showing you this uh, picture, Jen. This insane thing happened in Chicago. The Willis Building, which was the tallest building in America for a long time. It's like over 100 stories. And on the 103rd floor, they've got one of those like viewing decks, right? It's like a box made of glass that juts out straight from 103 floors above the city streets of Chicago. Yeah. I saw it when I was there. I saw it from afar. (gasps) I took the architecture tour. I looked at it. I saw those little boxes. You didn't go in? Never. Oh, my God. I'm terrified of heights. I would never do it. Today... Floor cracked on it. Oh my gosh! While someone was on it. Yes, there was well, like obviously I a guess, mom right? and two kids were standing <gasps> on it. Okay. Did it go all the way through? It like shattered, but the thing is, it's like it's double super enforced glass or whatever. It's supposed to hold like five tons. Okay. And so even if the glass itself shatters or whatever, there's like another holding thing or something, some engineering feat that who yeah. knows what it is <laughs> that will keep people from falling to their horrible, terrifying oh hundred-story <laughs> drop death. But can you just I'm even imagine standing on that thing and just like that starts to crack yeah. or that horrifying, sickening sound of glass, right? And you're afraid to like jump off because it might cause it to break more and you might be jumping for your life. Ooh, that's scary. It terrifies me. Okay, so now you're never going on there. Never. And any of these like skywalks, any of these mm-hmm. like glass bridges above the Grand Canyon, any of this stuff. I'm into it. You're into it. Oh, I love that stuff. You trust these engineers that much? Even, like, now that that is broken, like, one of the glasses has broken, I'm like, 
kind of makes me want to go there. Kind of makes me want to try it out because there's that much more risk. I know oh. nothing bad's going to happen. Intellectually, the there's not much difference between that and like just standing on the 103rd floor, right? What yeah. if you work there? You work 20 years there, 30 years, your whole life on the 100th floor of this office tower. Mm-hmm. But it's just like that is like spitting in the face of nature being like, not only are we up here, we're going to stand in a glass box <laughs> above it. Just teasing, ah! teasing fate. I don't like it. So Rogers is uh, coming up hot, coming out, coming out hot here with uh, they said they're going to eventually uh, do unlimited data plans, which is like uh, that is a wonderful, wonderful novelty to us here in Canada. Right. Mm-hmm. Down in the States, they already do that. Oh, really? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, Okay, in like Europe and Australia, do you know how cheap it is to have a cell phone there? How cheap? It's like uh, 10 million gigabytes and (laughs) uh, uh, once a month you have to call us and pay us a compliment. That's it. That's what you pay. That's what you pay in Australia. (laughs) You call up, hello, mate. Your beard is nice. Thank you very much for the phone. Click goodbye. Mm -hmm. It's cheap. It's Mm -hmm. dirt. I'm wondering, though, now that Rogers is doing that, that maybe some other companies will start doing that and we'll kind of, well, because remember when they had that wild plan where it was like, what was it like 10 gigabytes for $50 or something? I got it. You got that. Yeah. 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 So then everyone started to do that. Um, So hopefully that will be the same thing with this, where it's just unlimited data. That's just a thing that we have now because unlimited messaging is like that phone calls too. So. I, I think know. we're going to get there at one it's point. It's all like ones and zeros in the air, you guys. Come yeah. on. It costs nothing. Like, what are you doing to us here? So here's what it says. So I, I got a, like a sponsored content finger on my Instagram today, as well as like seeing this in, in the news. Rogers is like actively marketing it to me. Mm-hmm. And I wrote on their thing. I was like, how much? Because, oh, like, oh, unlimited data, unlimited. Mm-hmm. What's it going to cost me? $100 a month? Too much. Outrageous. They say that their new wireless, their infinite wireless plans will start at $75 a month for the first 10 gigs. Okay. Which is reasonable. Okay. At full speed data use per month. Oh. Followed by unlimited data at reduced speeds. How without slow. additional fees for going over the limit. Okay. So again, it's like, does the speed cost you money, Rogers? Mm-hmm. And all you telecoms? The speed? <laughs> Come on. Like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. It's infinite. In the air, nonsense particles. You put the towers up, that's it. It's there. Quit gouging us. Politicians, let's get her going here. Take <laughs> these guys to court or wherever and tell them. Grab a brain. Get off your wallets. Make us get off our wallets. Hello. Hi. Jennifer. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. What's going on? Well, you, we kind of were like, come on, you know, like entice us into giving these said the whale tickets to you. And can you just <laughs> say back to us what you said, why you should get these said the whale tickets? Do I really have to? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You texted it in. So. I mean, this is why we're this calling is, you. This is your chance. I said I, I said that I really needed the tickets to pay my husband back for his whale of a penis. <laughs> oh, whoa. <gasps> I was just. Think of something good, and my husband said Jenny likes to talk about genitals. So I thought, <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I don't Jennifer. know. Said what he I do talk he about genitals a lot. When I'm not I've around. I've a whole podcast about genitals. That's man. true. That's true. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love you guys. Um, and I am a nurse, so really, I'll pretty much say anything. <laughs> oh my god! So I sent you this thing today that uh, apparently, like nude pictures, old and busted. Oh. Oh, yeah? New and fresh animated gifts. 
Oh. Send your partner, right? Send your partner. Don't just send him a picture of your butt or whatever. Send him a your gift. Your best move yeah. in the gift form. Twerk it. Make Twerk a gift. It. Make a boomerang. Wow. Send that's very that. creative. That's, right? It's like, it's a lot more enticing. Yeah. You should uh, think about that when you're, you know, texting with your husband. Who's got a whale. Yeah. He's got the I'll whale. Think of that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, cool. his doesn't need help. It's already a whale. Hey, yo. <laughs> Let's see a breach. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer, you win, okay? Okay, thank you. (laughs) The joy. Couple of things. Number one, and this is going to be in the news tonight. You're likely going to see this. Do you remember a story that happened a little while ago about this woman was at Thetis and then some rowdy drunk teens shoved her off a cliff into the water? Uh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. It has come out that that never happened. Oh, yeah. And they're not giving us any details as to why. So now we're here to like think of what could have possibly gone down here. Did she fall off by herself and then she was embarrassed and she was like, ah, it was teens, rowdy, rowdy teens. I don't know. That's such a weird thing, right? Yeah, I don't want to assume anything. No, of course not. Leave it. And they're not going to charge her with making a false statement or anything. So I, I'm just curious. Like, what what happens? Yeah. The other thing. There's a lot of talk today about Chernobyl, right? That miniseries on HBO looks really great. I watched the first episode. It's amazing. Yeah, I came home the other day and my boyfriend, oh, he might not want me to say this, but I'm going to because I love him. Anyway, he (laughs) was outside on the patio and he was having a moment and like breathing because he was like so like he just was feeling it. He was really feeling it. From that show. He had to take a break and he was like, man, I just I just can't believe. Oh, my God. How this happened to real people. He was just having a moment. It's really intense. Yeah. What a sensitive soul he is. He is. He's great. So now you've seen this like dumb article going around that's like, millennials are dumb and they went to, they go to Chernobyl now to take selfies. Don't you hate millennials? Oh. Okay. Why are they doing that? For the record, the town near Chernobyl that has opened up as a tourist zone that is safe, right? It has been Mm -hmm. declared safe enough. There is still radiation, but not much more than you would get if you just go for a chest x ray, Mm -hmm. has been opened up for tourism for years since like 2010 people have been going people take selfies hey what's up that's just how people take pictures now yeah the the pictures that you're seeing online and people being like oh millennials are so dumb those have been taken over the last 10 years oh so someone was just trying to stir the pot and get everyone angry and outraged and everyone did get outraged about it right that's usually how things work on the internet so so not surprised yeah if something's getting you angry on the internet, just just ignore it. Move on with your life. <laughs> Move on. Really. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 913 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. Hi, Podcast Pal. I'm the Zone's resident geek, Webmeister Bud. I'm DJ Brian Boitano. I'm Newshound Art Aronson. I'm fangirl Kirsten James. And I'm Loud Boy, Paul Blasino. Collectively, we are nuts about the wide, swirling world of geek culture, and we talk technology. Comic books. Movies. TV shows. Then I say something. And, of course, we bring it to you from that uniquely Zone perspective. Fact. I give it a solid six. Fuck. 
Nice. The Zone's Geek Out Podcast. Listen through the zone.fm slash podcast or wherever fine podcasts are sold.